Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of Lemon and Lime. I am your host, Justin Bennett. Our co-host will be Randy Saxton. This is just a little informational uh, podcast to get you through your week uh, during some tough times of the quarantine. So I hope you guys can take a listen. Hope it's informational and I hope you enjoy. Randy. Good evening, Mr. Bennett. What's going on, buddy? I'm not sure. How are you tonight? I'm doing all right. How about you? Uh, winding down for the evening. Winding down. There we go. There we go. So, man, we're going to talk about uh, what we can do while we got this quarantine going on, man. Uh, why don't you give us some insight on what's been going on with you during this quarantine? Uh, you know, as a elementary uh, teacher, I've been um, trying to keep up with e-learning and uh, receiving uh, assignments from, from students. Today was the uh, first, uh, first day for my PE classroom of me pushing out my own assignment. Uh, we had prepared back in October to get some assignments out and ready to go for you know the winter months. But this was uh, since uh, spring break ended. This was the first one that I had to kind of do on my own and push out. So I wanted to start off with something that was kind of fun and trendy for the kids, something that's kind of popular right now. So their assignment this week was to uh, choose a TikTok video and record that TikTok video, uh, you know, include as many family members as they wanted to, as they could, and then just upload that and send it to me. And if they didn't have TikTok, then they could... Um, they could choose their favorite song as long as it was appropriate. Choose about a 15 to 20 second segment of it and come up with a routine for it and then submit that as well. So from the teaching standpoint, that's how it's been going. From the coaching standpoint, uh, right now it's just a lot of trying to reach out to, to players and communicate with them and just make sure they're doing all right and staying on top of their academics and staying sane, if you will, during all this time. So Right, right. Well, I know it's a little bit different for me being a behavior coach. You know, I just kind of got to jump in when I get a chance to with certain classes and uh, check in on kids. And I got some assignments that I want to put out for next week because it just seems like this first week has been overwhelming with all the the documents and the stuff that's been put out for kids and parents to try to go through. And so, uh, you know, it's different. I will tell you that uh, not being able to see the kids face to face and, you know, get those. 20 to 30 hugs a day and have that contact with everybody I think it's hurting the kids a little bit but it's also hurting the teachers you know I know you got some kids that you probably like seeing and they probably like seeing you every day because it makes their day so I know that's been pretty tough oh yeah yeah it's been tough um, FaceTime a few families uh, so far and I've had some other parents reach out to me on messenger or on Facebook just you know just send a nice message saying you know the kids really miss uh PE class and seeing me or miss seeing me in the car line and uh, things of that nature. So uh, we're gonna uh, us, the special teachers, myself, the art teacher, and music teacher today, reached out to our whole staff and told them if they were holding any kind of Zoom meetings with their classrooms, uh, you know, on a, you know daily basis, weekly basis, whatever the case may be. We'd love to be invited just so we could just pop in and just say hi to the kids. Um, totally up to them though we weren't trying to disrupt anything just just to be a part of it and the response was uh, well received we got responses from about 10 teachers today um, telling us uh, already giving us invites and links to 
their meetings next week. So looking looking forward to uh, you know at least see some of their faces and everything. But it's been nice with these TikTok videos getting to see a lot of their faces and the parental involvement with it was was a lot of fun to watch as well. Right. Right. Well, I know for me too, man, from a coaching aspect, you know, I also, you know, I coach football too. And, you know, we haven't been able to do anything. We've had a couple Zoom meetings as far as offense, defense, and the entire team and the staff. But, uh, you know, this is the time where you start getting ready for the next season. And, man, we haven't, you know, we haven't been able to start doing that. And it's been good to see the guys and try to get them ready mentally uh, and just kind of go over some things that we want to get done. But, man, uh, you know, as competitive as, as we are, uh, getting back to it, man, is, is, is something that I've been itching to do. And so, but I also, uh, I love the home time. I love being at home with the family and, uh, you know, doing the things that I kind of don't get to do when I'm coaching, man. So uh, during this quarantine time, what, what are some suggestions you got for everybody else as far as non-athletes, you know, just parents and, and kids in general? You know, what are some things that you think they can do while they go through this time of quarantine? You know, just take those take those moments that you know when we're all so busy and we're working and we're working multiple jobs. You know, I know for you teaching and coaching and, and parenting, and you know for me it's teaching and coaching and then DJing some on the side. It's just sometimes we just take a lot of things for granted and we miss out on a lot of opportunities. So like this is a great opportunity to just sit down with the family and play a board game. You know, have a game night or you know just a nice family dinner it doesn't have to be fancy just the, you know everybody sitting down together you know take your phones yep. take your phones and put them to the side and just you know enjoy some conversation with with, with your kids and and you know catch up with them and see you know what's what's really going on with you know uh start a new netflix series i mean uh, my wife and i have done that you know i've been helping my wife a lot in the last week um planting flowers cleaning out beds putting in mulch um Usually those are her ways of relaxation, but, you know, she's still working. She's considered an essential employee, so she's gone all week long. So it's just nice to be able to do that with her. It's been that that opportunity, you know, take a walk, take your dogs for a walk. You just get out in the fresh air when it's when it's uh, able to and just enjoy those little things that a lot of times we just wake up and we go through the day. We go home, we go to bed, we wake up the next day and we just start over, but we lose sight of those things that are that are important to us um but unfortunately we just get so busy and focused on some other things that those those things unfortunately get shuffled um to the back of the line sometimes so those are the things that i would highly recommend for you know families and non-athletes just make that family time really important right now if you can yeah and that's one of the things i got on here too man I, i said at least pick up you know pick up a book and start reading I think so much everybody's into being on the phone and uh, whether it's social media or whatever the case may be, man, I've had a chance to read a couple of really good books uh, that I'm, and I'm continuing to do that. And then uh, I said, work out, you know, I think this is a time where you got some downtime and uh, you got a chance to go ahead and try to work out a little bit, do it, you know, whether it's walking and uh, just to get out and get some fresh air a little bit, even though they don't want you to be out too much, but uh, you know, getting popping those videos back in, you know, CDs and doing some stuff like uh, P90X or Sean T or anything that you can do while you're at home just to get a little workout in, catch up on sleep. You know, I think uh, everybody's always on the go and I think it's a good time to catch up on some sleep, you know, not too much, but 
to catch up on that would be good. And then you already said watch some of your favorite shows and binge watch you know, some Netflix stuff. And you said you already got in Ozark, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, we got uh, we we got hooked. Um, we finished uh, uh, we finished Tiger King. Uh, man, that was a uh, that was a <laughs> that was a, an adventure to watch that, but. It's one of those shows that is just uh, so ludicrous and unreal that you just keep watching because you don't think it can get any stranger, any worse, but it does, you know. So we watched that. We binge watched The Ranch um, before all this went down. So had a, a fellow, uh, good, you know, another friend, parent of a student down in Mooresville that actually recommended checking out uh, Ozark, and we just started the final season tonight. And it's it's been a uh, it's been a tension getting that's for sure but i heard yeah. i've heard so much about tiger king man i think i might have to go ahead and watch it man you got to watch it jb you uh you uh you will be uh <laughs> speechless at times that's all i'm gonna say i keep, I keep hearing about my man uh, i can't remember what his name is and then carol baskin man carol baskin uh carol baskin is on fire with all the memes right now oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah and uh joe the uh Tiger King, he's just uh, it's 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 some unreal stuff. It's some unreal stuff, now. But all you cool cats and kittens out there, you know, it's uh, great to have you listening tonight. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger King and Ozark, I may have to watch it. I got Jason Bateman in it. Yes, it does. I yes, like Jason does. Bateman. I have to, I might have to watch that. It's not uh, not one you want to watch with the family. Uh, right. There's uh, some some. Drug cartel, you know, drug uh, drug use, and uh, there's some there's some nudity. It's not uh, ridiculous nudity, but it, you know there is some nudity that wouldn't be appropriate for kids to watch. So right, but I don't think Tiger King is appropriate for kids watching. I know several kids have watched it, so you know, I guess it's up to the parents and their judgment at this time. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, anything else you recommend? Uh, well, I busted. I, I dusted off the old PS2 player, broke it out, started uh, started picking up some old seasons with some old teams and whatnot. And uh, you know, I've been out. I've been out with my son and my father-in-law and went golfing uh, three times. And, you know, it's uh, it, it, as long as you practice that social distancing, everybody's in their own golf cart, and whatnot. It's, uh, it's worth just being out in fresh air. It's just worth being out, you know, being sane. You know, somebody like you and me, you know, we're constantly, constantly on the go. We're constantly busy. We're constantly involved in something. And then just to, I wouldn't even say slow down, just literally just hit the brakes like we have. And, and it's, it's, it's an adjustment, you know, right. and to find out that you know we're not going back to school the rest of the year and i know that's that's tough for a lot of those kids it's tough for those seniors um i feel for those seniors that aren't going to get that that prom um, that aren't going to be able to you know walk across that stage um trying to reach out to a couple of the couple of principals out there in mooresville and avon and talk about maybe doing some kind of virtual prom if we can when we're you know the the stay home band is lifted and maybe uh, they can have some small groups together and i could just go on and do facebook live or do some kind of scenario where 
they can just stream me in and I can just play music for them. They can just enjoy, you know, a little bit of time. I don't know, just it's an idea that's early in the stages, but just something that they could have some kind of memory other than my year was ended by a pandemic, you know? So Right. Well, yeah, and I feel bad too, man, for our seniors, man. Not, not you know, every, every senior. Uh, that's just a tough way to end the year. Don't get to celebrate those kids that's put in a lot of work. And then, you know, our seniors that play in spring sports, you know, baseball didn't even get a chance to get started. You know, on my team, I got several softball girls that I was looking forward to watch play. They didn't even get a chance to get started. Uh, You know, so I feel bad for them because they were really looking forward to getting after for softball and getting into their season. But then, you know, I had seniors, too, that that play softball and they don't even get the chance to compete. Uh, their senior year so man you know along with that and not being able to have prom and you know I, I think I had a couple of girls that wanted me to hand them their diplomas for uh, graduation hopefully they can find some way for that to happen uh, just like prom but man I feel bad for them man because you know you want to see those kids off and uh, show them how much you appreciate them and everything else and uh, you know like you said just because we have a pandemic it's kind of been taken away from them so I hate that I really do. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 unfortunate. You know, it's a it's literally a chapter of their life that they're closing and get ready to open the new one. And you know, like you said, those spring sport kids. I I, I feel for. I know I know several kids that were counting on their spring sports season. You know, one of them was in track and uh, one in baseball and one in softball, and they were all uh, some of their recruiting for their their the step to the next level for college. Uh, was kind of hinging on, you know, how well they did this season, and and unfortunately for them, they, they won't get a chance to to show that. You know, hopefully, I, I I hope that they still are able to get some offer. It may not be the offer that they were hoping for in the long run, but you know, at least something that they could, you know, still move on to the next level and still play the sport they love while doing it. But yeah, it's 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 tough. It's even tougher on. You know, people that aren't even student athletes. You know, uh, like I know my mom and my mother-in-law both are struggling with the fact that Easter Sunday is on Sunday, and right. you know, we're not going to be getting together for our you know usual Easter dinner and, and having the Easter egg hunt with all the kids. And, right, right, right. Know, so it's a it's a struggle to figure out ways around that, uh, not ways around it, but you know ways to substitute for it. So. You know, we're we're gonna make some baskets and take them to our our kids and our grandkids' house and just kind of put them on the porch, and let them know that they're there, and then kind of you know go on uh, to you know stay following suit with the stay home order. But you know, at least we can do that, and then you know maybe visit them through Zoom or well, and that's what I was gonna say, man. Thank God for good technology. Uh, you know, we oh, yeah. we come a long way with technology, being able to Zoom and FaceTime and you know and Skype and. And, uh, you know, Google Meet and hang out. So uh, that's the good thing about it is that technology has taken us so far to where we can still function, uh, to, per se, just by using, you know, our electronics. So, right. uh, man, that's, you know, again, it's, it's nothing like having that face to face contact. I, you know how, you know, me and you, we're, we're, we're outgoing people, man. We like having conversation face to face, having fun. And uh, it is different. It is different being on a computer, having to talk to everybody and, you know, not being able to look, you know, see people, hug people, shake hands and do some of those things that you, you know, that you really rely on. And 
you alluded to it earlier, man, take kind of taking it for granted. Like, you know, those are though that is relationship building stuff is being able to see people, man. So I hate that part of it, you know, because I don't get to see all my friends and uh, all those wonderful teachers I work with in the building, man, that you, you know, when you if you can go in and give them a hug or say, you know, have a great day just to, to lift them up, man, it's different, you know, it's different. Yeah. So. And we have two people retiring in our building this year, and you know, you you don't get that you don't get that closure with them like you have in years past with those 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 wonderful people that have retired. You know, this basically it, it, it's over, if you will. You know, that, that last day we had school, none of us really, I don't think any of us actually thought that we would not be back after spring break at that time. Right. And, right. Um, you know, not to be able to just celebrate <laughs> celebrate their the end of their careers and all the things that they've given back to the educational world it's just kind of stinks um but you know it, the sacrifices we're making now will hopefully pay off um to give us that light at the end of the tunnel if you will here sooner than later so yeah um, i agree i agree what about our athletes man let's let's talk about some about our athletes uh you know what are some of the things we let's try to give them some things that they can do you know, I think that right now is a time that we need to be given guidance. Uh, you know, we got a lot of young kids, you know, like you said, uh, that are that are looking to go to college and still trying to get offers and everything else. And, you know, maybe we can give them some insight on what can you be doing right now, even though you can't be with the team, uh, even though you don't have access to the gym. What what can we you know, what can we help them to tell them that they should be doing at this time that will still be beneficial for them to when all this is over? Well, I think yeah, I think absolutely. You start with your your head coaches, uh, see if they see if they've got some workouts in mind for you. See if there's uh, some things that they would like for you to work on that you can. Uh, you know, even if you're a basketball player, just because you don't have a basketball court, you know, or you need to drive away in a ball, or you don't even need a ball, you can you can work on foot speed, uh, foot quickness, and you can work on your uh, plyometrics you can work on all those types of things um, reach out to your strength conditioning coaches um, you know they, they that's what they're there for and I know we had a zoom meeting last night with all the Avon coaches and uh, Damien uh, our strength and conditioning coordinator was on there and he's got he's got workouts available for any of the, the student athletes that are interested in those um, <laughs> I know our athletic director basically told the head coaches to get that information out to their team um, we are going to start having weekly Zoom meetings this week with our student athletes just to check in with them, um, make sure that they're staying on top of their academics, uh, making sure they're not just sitting on the couch, uh, not doing anything, you know, getting active, you know, just because just because you're not running some ladders or not kind of you're getting up 100 jump shots doesn't mean that you still can't uh, be improving yourself right now to to be better and be ready to hit the ground running as soon as you know, we, we get the all clear to get back into it. Well, and I think this is where we talk about the discipline part of it. You know, you yes. don't have us as coaches in there saying, hey, <laughs> this is what you need to do or running the skills and drills. Now this is where the time management comes in and the discipline comes in. You know, whether it comes down to, to your e-learning and getting your assignments done and communicating with the teachers or, you know, us as coaches sending you workouts. You know, are you doing the workouts? Are you going as hard as you can? Are you paying attention to detail? You know, are you getting up at an appropriate time and then, you know, working on your stuff? Are you eating right still? You know, are you are do you still have that discipline in you to take care of things and manage your own time while 
you know you don't have us as coaches telling you what to do or your parents nagging you to get up and do it and this is i think this is you know getting back to school i think we're all going to kind of be on the same level playing field because nobody can do anything as a team right now so it's up to the kids to work so that when we do come back together we can see who's improved who's been working and and who still needs more so the time management part of this i think is really crucial whether it's football or basketball or track athletes you know if if they are getting workouts from the coaches do them you know you got to go out there and do them because we'll be able to tell who's been working and who hasn't you know so the discipline part to me is really really big Oh yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, and piggyback that, I think the mental toughness is going to play right in, right in with that. You yep. Know? Um, it's hard to when you're used to having other people push you. Um, you have to, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and, and be able to push yourself. Um, you know, I constantly preach to, to, to players and tell them, you know, uh, winners do what they think they're supposed to do while the coach is watching. Champions do what they know they're supposed to do when no one is watching right you know i i just you have to you have to be able to push yourself uh like you said you got you got to stay disciplined but you 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 got to be mentally tough to do it and push through it um and if it hurts it's it's good it's supposed to hurt you know and and push yourself uh to the next level you know if if you run that that mile and and you you run it at 540 you know make a goal in, in a week to see if you save five to ten seconds off of it you know just keep setting those small attainable goals don't don't be far-fetched with your goals right now uh, because it's going to be even harder to break yourself down mentally unfortunately so set small attainable goals and, and you know see those enjoy those successes and and just embrace it you know embrace that that opportunity to to show what kind of a, a leader you are individually um, and how you're going to be able to help your team in the long run. So, well, and I and I also think that you know it's going to be big for kids to stay in shape. You know, it it could be so easy for kids to just kind of lay around and not do anything. You know, with, with the emergence of video games. I mean, I know we used to play video games, uh, but you know, Fortnite and some other things have taken off to where you know I I could never stay in front of a TV screen to play video games for you know four or five ten hours. No, you know, I just couldn't do it. You know, I had to be out doing something with a sport, basketball, football, doing something with the guys or doing something productive. Uh, so nowadays, you know, the kids need a little bit more poking and pride to get out there and do things. And this is a time where you like you said, you really find out who wants to be in a, in a role of leadership, you know, who has that discipline. And so I think staying in shape is going to be one of the bigger things, too. Uh, Absolutely. And I hear walking around the mall is good for that, too. Well, walking around the mall, yeah, if they were open, you know. Doing do some shoe shopping, you know. Yeah, 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 you can do that, walking around the mall. So I definitely would do that. By the way, I think your shoe closet is bigger than my shoe closet now. So um, it, it has been expanded, yes. Yeah, I, I believe it. I believe it. Yes. Three, uh, three, three sets of shelves uh, categorized. And, uh, all Worse than me, man. Jeez, OP. 73 pairs right now. Oh, so. man. You, yeah. Jeez. Jeez. It, yeah, it didn't help. I had a 25% off Nike uh, VIP membership uh, exclusive the other day either. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As the kids say, you got you got the drip in that closet, man. You got a different, different pair of shoes for every day. You got the drip in the closet. Shoes got to match your outfit. Very, That's very true. important. That's very true. Important. That's true. Very important. Well, and then fundamentals. 
you know, I, you know, I talk to our, our kids about the fundamentals of everything, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, track and field, you know, fundamentals are the same all the way up to, to the, to the lower levels, to the top. So, uh, you know, especially for basketball, man, you know, I, I you know, working on those fundamentals is going to be key too. Uh, I think, you know, you and, 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 and coach West and myself and my staff, you know, you're always trying to look to, to get better for the next year, you know, to get, to get, to go a little bit farther and get a little bit better than you were in the past season. I think fun, it always comes down to fundamentals. And so no matter, you know, no matter where you are, no matter what grade you're at, no matter what level you're at, fundamentals are always the key. And I, hope that these you know these kids understand that that working on those fundamentals uh is going to be a, a big deal too to when they get back because that stuff can be lost in all of this oh yeah without a doubt um you know those those little things are going to add up you know your your cardio endurance you know your your hand-eye coordination just all these little things your foot quickness um you know those all play a factor into your fundamentals yeah, you might not be able to get to a court and get and get some shots up, or you might not have access to a football field to run routes and catch balls and be with somebody else. But you know, you can always be working on those other other intangibles uh, to go along with those bigger um, fundamentals. Um, and then you know, as we get some release here, you know, really start hitting those things and start working on those to to get better. Um, so yeah, the fundamentals are going to be huge uh, just to help keep you on top of your game and. You know, there's a lot, a lot of changes. You know, Indiana, Kentucky, uh, All-Star game has been canceled. Yep. Um, you know, they did announce the Mr. and Mrs. Basketballs today. Yeah. Um, so two good picks, you know, I think. I do. Uh, I think two, two good two picks. Two very deserving players, um, without a doubt. You know, we played against Sydney Parish, um, and man, she's, she's a beast. She's true. She's the truth. Yep. She's the real deal. Um, Oregon is is lucky to have her. You know, I joked with her. I told her, you know, I'm a huge Nike guy. So if she ever gets into that extra Oregon gear that she don't want to wear, there you go. Yeah, let me know. I'll, I'll be glad to take some of it off her hands. Uh, she told me she'd be glad to do that. But yeah, and uh, you know, uh, Coach Miller is uh, doing a great job of recruiting down there at IU. Um, I'd love to see them be able to turn the corner. I and mean, he's doing a great job of keeping the in-state talent there. Um, yeah, it, it's like you said. There's, there's two great talents uh, who definitely, definitely have have are great examples of, of possessing good fundamental skills and leadership and mental toughness and discipline and all those things we've been talking about here in the last 10, 15 minutes. So those are great role models for athletes out there sitting right now, freshmen, sophomores, trying to figure out what I, what can I do to get to the next level. That's what it takes right there to get to the next yep. level. And those are two, those are kids that I wish our you know some of our kids at the at the lower levels could watch, you know I, I've had I had a chance to watch Sydney Parish over the summers and uh, you know she works hard, buddy. I mean she works super hard, and I know you know that, but man, you know a, a lot of kids just kind of think that you know they can just do it, and it takes a lot of hard work to, for her to, to to her to get as good as she was, and and to become Miss Basketball. You know, she just did. She just done practice for those two hours a day, and go playing the games, and she's just good. She puts in a ton of extra work, and I think that's what a lot of people need to understand. She puts in a ton of extra work, you know. And when you played, you know, when I played, you know, it was nonstop. You know, you got done with practice, you went and played. You know, uh, you shot as much as you possibly could. 
you worked on your ball handling as much as you could. You went and played three on three, four on four, no matter what, you were always playing. And that's what those kids do, you know? Uh, so, oh, yeah. you know, two, two really good picks for Mr. and Mrs. Basketball, Indiana, going to two really good places. Uh, I like what Archie Miller's doing, too. I think he got a good one uh, in, in this Mr. Basketball. And uh, what do you think about keeping all the in-state talent at Indiana? Do you think it really benefits Indiana to be the best they can be? I mean, I think they have to. I think you just got to mold a lot of different parts together to be successful. I mean, not not all of your, not all the best talent around is right here in state. Right. We are Indiana, and, you know, we are the home of basketball, if you will. And, um, you know, they got got a couple of really good in-state players coming in that recruiting class um, but it's nice that they, they're getting some people outside of, of the state as well I think I think if they if somehow some way Trace Jackson Davis stays another year it's going to make them even better yeah um, I think he's really good right now I think another year at college level may benefit him yep um, just from just, I think he could bulk up a little more. Um, I think he could add a, you know, a, more of an outside shot to his game to help him uh, be more of a threat at the next level. Um, not everybody's designed on, uh, so, you know. But if, if he if he stays, I think Indiana's going to be a team to watch next year, right? Without a doubt. Um, if he goes, I think they're still going to be a good team. Uh, they're going to be competitive. Um, I'd like to see them get a little better and, and tougher on the defensive. Um, part of the floor um you know that's one of those one of those things that encompass all those things we've talked about you know mental toughness discipline fundamentals uh you know staying in your stance staying low getting after it uh, not taking any plays off right those, right those are the things uh, i think that that is missing some sometimes when i watch how you play it's, mm-hmm. it's frustrating to see how great they are offensively and then to turn around and see how poorly they play defense sometimes it's just it's really frustrating um i know for you is somebody who analyzes film and breaks down play after play after play um i know you see a lot of that stuff when you're watching so yeah it's you know well we can't we can't want it for them the way we we can't want it for our own players you know our our, our own players gotta want it so well and i you know and I, i'm a big archie miller fan i think i like archie miller when he was at date you know, I think oh, he, yeah. I think he does a wonderful job of what he does. What I do think is that Archie is kind of caught in the middle of, you know, this is you know he's at he's at Indiana. This is Indiana basketball, and we have there's so much pressure to keep all these in-state kids who are really good at the high school level to keep them in-state, and you have to go to Indiana. You know, as opposed to where, where you know, if Archie went out and just got the kids that he felt that he that fit his system, and that and that played that played the way he needed them to play. I think you could still get some of those Indiana kids, but I think IU would be much better because if you look at Kelvin Sampson, Kelvin Sampson did that. Kelvin Sampson had some really good years at IU, regardless yeah. of what happened. You know, uh, Mike Davis, Mike Davis had some really good years at IU, regardless of what yeah. happened. You know, and those were all out of state kids with a few in state kids. You know. Uh, Tom Bob Knight was successful when uh, he blended uh, blended some outside kids with the in-state kids. Correct. He didn't, he didn't always have the Indiana Mr. Basketballs on his roster, you know. Um, 
that that year, the last time they won in '87. I don't, I don't remember Keith Smart being from Indiana, and yeah. I don't remember Rick Calloway or Dean Garrett being from Indiana. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So you know, yeah. you got to be able to to blend those uh, talents, if you will. So, well, and, and I, I think, absolutely agree. And I think for those who want IU to be successful, I think you have to say, okay, you know what, we want them to be winners. Uh, but you can't but you can't crucify him because he doesn't keep kids in state sometimes that's not the best thing you know i think trace jackson davis is a good fit for iu but i think that you know archie has had to change the way he does things because he's recruiting players and not to say he's not still trying to get kids that fit his system or or kids that he that he feels are that play the way he needs them to play but i think there's tremendous pressure on him to keep kids in state you know, and so he really, really goes after him. And I think it's great that kids want to stay in state, but I think it also goes back to, you know, nowadays kids are going where they want to go instead of where they're wanted. You know, so yeah. like the transfer portal this year, it is, I mean, it is crazy. It is, I mean, it is crazy of all the kids that are transferring. Not saying that, you know, that, that they shouldn't or, they, or, or, it's, or it's not right, but I think some kids get caught up in just going where they want to go instead of where they're really wanted. And it's yeah. a difference. You know, it's a difference. If, if, if somebody goes somewhere where they know they're going to be an impact player to start off and, and they and they really pursued you and they really wanted you, then that's different. But if you just go to IU because they say, well, you know, I got to go to IU. I'm a hometown kid. Then I think, you know, I, I think they're setting themselves up for failure. And on both the girls and the boys side, I think you see so many transfers in the portal right now that, you know, you don't know what to think of it. What do you think the reason is? Oh, well, you know, like you said, I I think a lot of times those it's you feel like, well, my mom and dad went there or, you know, this is where everybody expects me to go or this is where I, I need to go. Not not man, this this place really rolled out the, the red carpet or you know, looking at one of the most important aspects is is this is this institution gonna offer me the education to take me to the next level after my playing career is over? Right. Um, you know, uh, do I go to do I go to Oregon because you know they're sponsored by Nike and I'm gonna have so much gear it's not even funny. Right. Or do I go to IU because I like Adidas better? You know, it's there's like you said, there, sometimes I think we lose sight on what's really and truly important. And honestly, I would much rather go to a school that wants me and tells me and and makes me a true believer. And I know without a doubt and going in in my mind and my heart that I'm going to be able to make a difference in that program and make a difference in that school as opposed to going where I think I'm supposed to go and, and sitting on the bench for three years before I even get a chance. And I think at that point, it's hard to take a kid who was an all-star and a AAU MVP or, a, you know, a Mr. Football or Mr. Basketball candidate and, and go to an institution and all of a sudden they're the, the sixth or seventh or eighth best player on that team. And, and they just, I think their confidence gets shaken. And when they get done, or they, they want to bolt because they, they know that sometimes they made a mistake and they weren't able to think that through or, or know uh, all the intangibles that play into it. And so now I have this opportunity to transfer somewhere else and, and I'm going to give it a shot again. And hopefully, you know, the second time is the charm as opposed to the third time. So. Well, and I had this conversation with a friend uh, earlier this week about, you know, we were into the conversation of uh, I use girls 
basketball team having uh, several transfers. And I don't know how much of it is, is that uh, in high school, when you know you are that person and you are that good and you don't face a lot of adversity, uh, then when you get into a situation where you get to college and you have to actually compete and you're not, you know, you're not the main person anymore. And, you know, some of the things that you some of the deficiencies you had in high school really show up when you get to a college practice. Right. You know, if you don't play defense, you can't play, you know, and as much as the coach can try to make you work on defense, if I've got this a one player that, you know, that can help me win games and do all these different things, then I'm, you know, there's only certain things I'm going to focus on. But when you get to college, everybody on the team has been an all American at some point, you know, or, or a Mr. Miss basketball or Mr. Basketball. And if you got to compete for at your position with somebody who is just as good or better and the coach is deciding that, hey, you know, for instance, uh, you know, if you're a freshman, you're playing about 11, 12, 13 minutes a game. Well, you know, back in the day when I played, that was pretty good. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you got that much time because, you know, either either you had to prop 48 or you or you red shirted or or whatever the case may be. But now, you know, freshmen expect to come in and start playing right away and I don't know how much of that now and, I, and I've been on the AAU travel side of it and I, and I don't dislike it uh, for development of reasons what I'm saying is is that if you you know playing eight nine games in a weekend I, I do think that the value of winning has gone down because you play so many games you know if, if I if I play eight games over the weekend and I lose five and I you know we win three and I still average 25 points a game and I'm still doing my thing, then who cares about those five losses? Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it's kind of devalued. I just want to get mine. I don't care about the wins or losses. And that just seems like what it turns into. And so when you get to college and, hey, I'm not playing now, uh, instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to stick it out because this is where I committed to go. And I'm going to work my butt off because I'm only a freshman in my sophomore year. I want to be, you know, I'm going to work hard in the offseason so I can't be that next person up. I got to transfer. You know, I want, I, I got to find somewhere that I'm going to play right away. Well, then you then you, you sit here and then you lose an opportunity on a year where you got to sit out. Now you're limited down to two years. And what happened if that doesn't work out or the right. coach lead? You know, so there's so many variables in it. You know, and I just don't understand that. That's why I say, you know, you should go where you are wanted and what is the best fit instead of going for the glitz and glam or where you, you know, where you where you want to go. Right. I, I agree. Um, you know, and I think that's why the IU women's program has struggled so many years on getting players there because, you know, they they weren't a real successful team and a real successful program, uh, you know losing seasons to mediocrity and you know last couple of years they've started to turn things around and now now you got something that people are are wanting to be a part of and you know we we tell our girls all the time you know you can turn those corners it's just it's a confidence thing and you know if they they feel like they're going to go there and be a part of something special and and, and everything they're, they're probably going to be more apt to to give that all that you're talking about you know to to give everything they got to, to stay a part of that program so right you know, but, you know, you're talking about 17, 18 year old you know, young adults who are trying to make one of the biggest decisions yep. of their life. It's tough. Um, and, you know, who do they trust? Who do they listen to? Um, 
you know, do they do they trust their head coaches? Do they trust their AAU coaches? Do they do they trust the coaches that are recruiting them? The recruiters that are recruiting them? Do they trust their friends? Um, you know, do they listen to mom and dad? Uh, you know, you got so many voices coming at you with, with so much advice, and all of this advice and all these opinions are so different sometimes that I, I just don't think sometimes they really know who they can turn to and who they can trust. So sometimes you just got to trust their their heart just follow their gut well they expose you too i mean you know uh, social media i mean you're you're exposed to everything everywhere now you know uh you know me getting recruited in high school i mean you only heard about the people in your town the people in the surrounding towns and you know maybe in your state now you know with twitter facebook and all these other different things i mean you you know you you're exposed to it all you know and so i think that's a part of it too or if you go to one AAU showcase and you play one weekend, like you said, everybody's tweeting out your videos, everybody's yep. sharing your sharing your stats on Instagram, and and uh, you know I miss I'm old school, you know I'm 47, but I, I miss the old old days of of reading about you know these 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 up and coming stars in the in the in the paper and walking into a high school gym on a Friday or Saturday night and looking up in the stands and seeing a Bobby Knight or Gene Katie right. sitting there watching watching those young men play or young ladies uh, so um yeah i miss i miss those days that's for sure sometimes yep i agree i do agree well and then you know uh, just j- just thinking about you know us as coaching basketball you know i got into basketball because of you you know you you brought me in man was this 2004 you know you brought me in as a you know coach in high school in 2004 and starting at a program at international where we just tried to put it together you know going from two games to what five or six games the next year to to 10 games and just making it work right scrounging the hallways to find people who wanted to play hey you're kind of tall you can you dribble <laughs> yeah you know you know and then it's you know just working hard i mean kids who you know kids who had no maybe no business being on the basketball court come out and do anything you tell them to do yeah. You know, uh, to, you know, having a, you know, to you turning that program into a really good program and me be helping being a part of it uh, on that girl side before I left and became a head coach, man. And, you know, watching, watching, especially that group we had with, uh, you know, Emma Haschel and uh, Aaron Bauman and, and that group that was a senior. I mean, that group grew the most, I think. That we saw Kelly Burns, Kelly Burns, Bunce, yep. who turned into a really good player down down the stretch. Yep, you know Burns. from from the freshman year of, you know uh, Aaron Ballman coming over to the sideline crying because she was playing against a guard who was, you know who was so much better than her. To her being, you know, her senior year averaging double figures and, you know, being all conference and and running the show and being well sixteen and four and. You know, it was it was amazing to watch because the kids stuck with it, and no matter how many games they won or lost, they came back and they kept trying to get better. You know, they didn't they didn't they didn't whine about anything, they didn't cry about anything. They just came out and wanted to be better. You know, and our numbers our numbers grew. It did. You know, we didn't have to recruit people to play them. You know, they were they were hearing about how much fun the girls were having and saw how much they had grown, and they just wanted to be a part of it. I mean, yeah, those those are some of the fondest memories of coaching, without a doubt. Yeah, uh, some of the hardest, like you said, some of the hardest working players. You know, still talk to those several of those players. Yep, me too. Yeah, uh, just ran into Allison Berger at the Pacer game uh, last month, and 
you know, she's back in town and really excited and, and would love to get together with you and I and just catch up and yep. see how things work. You know, the parental support from some of those families was just yeah, it was awesome, amazing, amazing. So, yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's changed quite a bit from that moment. You know, yeah. I was very lucky to be able to have you come in as assistant coach, and uh, you know, we both we both had a vision and. and and our vision worked meshing that together and uh, both have good offensive ideas and defensive ideas and you know that that's that's the best thing to get the most out of your players is for them to be able to see a coaching staff that really gels and meshes and works well together and um i think you get more out of your players when they see that yeah. you know and it doesn't matter if I said something as the head coach, because I had that label at that time, or you said something as assistant coach, we had all their eyes and all their ears, and they were all bought in. You know, that's what it's about. Um, so, you know, and then you, you, you know, you left there and you did a great job at Marshall with that program. And um, I mean, you, you've you've had success with anything you've touched so far, and I, I have no doubt that you're going to continue to make the Greenwood Lady Woodman even better. Um, and they'll, they're, you know, they're going to turn that corner. Um, sooner than later, and, uh, won't be long. We'll be talking. Uh, I'll be coming to watch you in a section championship game down there too. So, well, and that's the hope. You know, I, I've got a great group of girls, man, and you know, I love them to death. And you know, uh, I've had some really, really great players and some really good players over the years. But th- you know, this group I had last year was really great for me, man. Uh, and I think they have grown so much. Uh, I think they're going to continue to grow. And, you know, I, I, you know, I talk about it all the time, how you got me into this, and, you know, not just coaching basketball, but man, you know, you, you were one that was coaching every other sport. Now I'm coaching every other sport because we did it in high school. And you just, you feel like you want to give back to those kids who, you know, uh, the same thing that you got. And I think there's only, you know, you, you got to be a special person to be able to do that. You know, you, you really do. And I think, uh, the rapport that you have with kids, the rapport I have with kids, we've always had those that ability to build really good relationship and get kids to do what we uh, need them to do. And man, you know, I'm thankful for that, man. So I'm looking forward to continue to grow at Greenwood. Uh, I know this group that's coming up now is going to be really, really good, and they're going to see some great things come ahead. And they, uh, they just got to keep believing. Uh, I got some great parents out there too, and. You know, I you know I appreciate you saying that because I had some fun times at every stop I had. You know, especially Marshall being able to turn that program around, and uh, Cascade being able to help that program get on on track to where it is, uh, and then coming back home to uh, international coaching on the boys' side, man, and then uh, being able to watch you continue your success over at international. Uh, see Taylor Dillard is playing at UND now, and being successful she's doing great man and uh you know that's that's fun to see and we've had so many kids be able to go on and do some really great things and uh still catch up with them after after they've been gone for about you know four or five years they've got families and great jobs and they're on the front lines and always talk about some of the things we taught them man so that's a good deal and that's what it's all about and that's what you know i know that's what you would say that's what that's what makes us proud to be in the positions we're in man so you know in these tough these tough times you got we got to remember that right so oh without a doubt you know i miss i miss i miss my students at school um without a doubt but i miss i miss the girls and the players um a lot right now yeah um you know 
we got a, a senior coming up back next year and uh, uh, she's uh, committed to Butler and she was ready to get after it and, and wanted to get, you know, after uh, get some stuff, working on some individual things and, uh, you know, working on extending her jump shot. Right. Uh, we got another young lady who was off to a great start last year and tore ACL. Um, and she had literally just got cleared the week before to start doing some light shooting. Um, and so we were ready to get back at it. Um, when we could find some gym space and gym time. And, um, you know, we had a, another young lady who, because of injuries, really had to step up as a junior and, and take over the reins and had a great finish to the season. And she's ready to ready to get going as well. Um, so, it, you know, it, it's tough coming in. Uh, it was tough coming in Avon being the assistant after being a head coach for so long because, you know, you're taking – taking a kind of a back seat if you will um, but but i but i also think that that's a time of growth too you know you 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 did it as a head coach for so long uh and then being able to sit back and evaluate and and, and help and i i think that only makes you better you know you're already a really good coach i think you being able to go in that situation with a coach like coach west man i, I don't think it could have been any better i think that right there just helps you uh, propel your career and propel your knowledge and wealth of the game too to give back man so you know uh, I can see it for you saying hey you know it's, it's it could be tough but man I think that's a golden opportunity for growth man and so oh it, it's been amazing um, I'm, I'm my wife has said on numerous occasions I'm more um, energetic and enthused than I've been in the last few years with basketball you know, Corey's, Corey's great. Um, you know, I first, first met her and first talked on the phone the first night she was, her, her comment was, you know, I'm kind of a, an older, old school, old person trapped in a young body. And I said, well, that's good. Cause I'm a, a young heart and a young mind trapped in an old body. So we, we, uh, we blended well from that first, from that first jump. And, you know, she's leaned on me and used me uh, in a good way, in a positive way. Um, and I've learned from her um, a lot of ideas and drills and methods that I had never used before. And she's taken a lot from me in terms of the same things, plus kind of a, what I call the general manager type stuff, you know, the off-court stuff. Right. Um, that it's always, always hard for, you know, new coaches, younger coaches, uh, new, new schools, new situations to kind of take on. But you know, it was really, it was really, uh, it was really nervous to walk into a new gym after 14 years of being at another, you know, another location, the international, to to walk in in front of all these girls and be the new face. But um, they've they've been great about embracing me and, and, and listening and uh, taking in what I have to say. It's 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 great. I mean, I'm super. I'm I'm like you. I'm so excited about getting ready for next season. Um, but like you said, I think. For the first time in a very, very, very long time, a lot of teams are going to be so even and so right. equal um, in terms of what they you know, have been able to do right now during these times. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that all pans out in the next few months. Um, I know with you guys, summer football is huge, yeah. important part yeah. of your fall season. Um, you know, for us, summer basketball, summer camps, yeah. uh, AAU circuit. You know, all these things play a huge factor uh, in the importance of our season. So it's going to be real curious, uh, real interesting to see what happens here in the next couple months. You know, continue to pray that things are going to get better soon. And, um, 
you know, people are staying home and taking care of themselves, checking in on their loved ones, uh, checking in on the, you know, their the elders and their families, uh, making, making sure they're doing all, okay and doing well. So, you know, I, I talk to my mom daily um, just to make sure that she's doing all right. I check on my dad. So, you know, it's, uh, it's like I said, it's, uh, I've said this on numerous cases, it's unprecedented times. I know people are frustrated, but there is no perfect plan for any of this. It's, it's all new. Right. It's never, right. it's never happened. Um, so those that are in charge are doing the best that they possibly can to make the rest the, the right decisions. And hopefully six months from now, we'll be saying, man, I'm glad they did that. That really panned out well. As opposed to, man, it's all their fault that we're playing this bad or we're doing this bad. So, yeah, you know, I'm with you. I, I, I can't wait to get started. When and when and if the time is right. Well, and I, you know, and I and I look at this time of, uh, you know, of difficulty is, you know, it's unprecedented. You know, but I, I but I think this is a sign of, you know, God trying to slow everybody down a little bit. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I've enjoyed this time myself. You know, being able to be around the kids a lot more and and just settle down and not be not always be on the go uh, and just enjoy that family time. Man. And I think, you know, some of these kids, some of these kids are always on the go. You know, I've, I've yeah. got several kids that are on the basketball team that, you know, they leave a basketball practice and head up to a soccer workout or a soccer game or, uh, you know, they leave basketball practice or have to miss, you know, or, or on the weekend and they have to go to softball. You know, and so I, you know, I, I, I admire that these kids work so hard on their crafts. Uh, but I think it is a good thing that they get a chance to slow down and uh, and enjoy a little bit of life. I mean, you know, these kids are are still kids, and you know, when we played, you know, when we were in football, we only did football. You know, we only played football at that time. With the, you know, we went and shot hoops at the park ever so often. But when we were when we played football, we only did football. When we played basketball, we were only in basketball. So you, all your concentration was on what you were in at that time. And you got a lot of kids that run around and do a lot of different things now. And, you know, and I think that contributes to some point uh, to burnout. But I think with certain kids who, can, who, are, who are good at it and who can, who can take it, uh, I think it's big time motivation. I think it's what keeps them going. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm excited about a lot of these kids, man. I, I've got some kids that I get a chance to deal with on, on the football team that I love being around. I love being around all of them, but some more than others. Uh, basketball, I love them all. You know, uh, we have so much fun, and I can't wait to get back to them. Uh, and then, you know, I was coaching track this year, too. We got off to a really great start, especially those sprinters and jumpers, man. Uh, I was looking forward to that. Uh, but I, I'm with you. I think once we get about, you know, four or five months down the road, I think everybody will look back at this and say, hey, you know, this this was a good thing for us, uh, that everybody could slow down and gather thoughts and, and really think about uh, where they want to be. And I think that that'll bring the hunger of the game back too. you know, not being in the gym with the team, not being able to work out with the coaches, not being able to do a lot of different things that you're used to doing all the time. I think once they do get back to it, they're going to be hungry. You know, some of these kids are going to be really hungry and you're going to see who really put the time and effort in. You're going to see who wants to get better. So uh, I enjoy it, man. I just, you know, I, I can't wait to get back. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's going to be on God's time and not ours. So, uh, well, brother, you know, I appreciate you joining us for this uh, for this podcast. You know, I'm going to get it out for us. Lemon and Lime will be back uh, next week. 
so everybody can tune in and listen to us. And of course, you know you're my brother from another mother, man. I love you. And uh, run or die, Frozone. Run you or know die, it. Man. You know it. So we'll pick it. We'll pick up our topics for next week, man, and get back on the air and converse, man. Uh, but I appreciate you joining in, and uh, you have a good night. And we'll do it again, brother. Appreciate you having me, man. Take care. God bless, and uh, talk to you. All soon. right, brother.